Hi, I'm Dave O'Neill. I'm Kitty Flanagan, and we're from the Sweet and Salty Roundabout, also known as The, the junkies. junkies. So please tune in. If you're listening to Ingredipedia with uh, Ben and Emily, you'll probably like our show. Yeah. We do. We talk about lollies, chips, chocolate. Yeah. They probably talk about better food than we oh, do. They've a better got some, class of food. They've got some great episodes here. I've yeah. just been having a bit of a listen. Very good. In fact, I'm going to steal some of the ideas. Anyway, whatever. If you need a sugary break, switch yeah. over to The Junkies. The Junkies, where you find all your podcasts. This podcast was produced on the lands of the Wurundjeri and Wadawurrung people, and we pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Brody Lancaster is a critic, author, and copywriter who loves to cook amazing food. She also hosts See Also, a super useful podcast which connects the dots of pop culture and has recommended me some really great TV shows and movies. She's written for places like the New York Times, Vogue, and New York Magazine. So considering that, we're really thrilled that she has the time to hang out with us to chat cooking and snacks. All right, Brody. thanks for joining us. First question, what's the last thing you ate? Oh, I, wow, I have a bad answer for this, but it's honest. I had two-minute noodles, like shin ramen for lunch. Uh, I'm kind of sick of cooking at the moment, and that was as good as I could get for my lunch today. I think that's delicious. That's a great lunch. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty good. But I've been cooking every meal I've had for a few days now. So that was all I could scavenge. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brody, you've taken your, your TikTok followers through your kitchen layout recently. Uh, and you do have a lot of uh, great kitchen implements some that you ha- maybe you've only used twice, but my my qu- I do have a question here. What uh, what kitchen tool do you like using the most? Oh, I have a brand new one that I'm really um, I'm f- it's I'm playing favorites. It's a cordless hand mixer. The mm-hmm. Cuisinart, like you charge, you plug it into the wall and charge it, and then. The first time I used it was during a blackout recently. Um, And so it really, I really got my money's worth when I kind of whipped up like a yogurt pound cake with plums from the farmer's (laughs) market. This is not my usual kind of meal, but um, yeah, I did that with the power out, which I was very smug about. Yeah, I I totally get that. It is the, the whole idea of like having something plugged into the wall and in a hot pot of soup. There's something a bit like unsafe about that to me yeah i don't know why the cordless kind of beater or um mixer took so long to catch on there are little tiny food processors or like choppers as well which i'm kind of tempted by but i feel like i need less freedom of movement when i'm using a food processor yeah true Mm. okay what's the best thing in your fridge i've got a couple of bags of tteokbokki like uh, korean rice cakes um, that I ordered from a website and they got delivered to a news agent a few suburbs away and I was very nervous that their integrity would be compromised. <laughs> but um, they're going strong. And 
you know, I've made like, you know, kind of tekboki with gochujang a couple of times, but I've also like thrown it into like soups and like noodles and things like that. So um, it's the kind of thing that I feel like I will hoard. And so I have to really make an effort to actually use it in my cooking. Um, otherwise it will inevitably go bad. And that has happened to me many, many times. Mm. Um, can I tell you my favorite thing in your fridge? <laughs> Please. Um, The little spinny thing that you put all your condiments on. Oh, my God. I should have said that. That's kind of a mix of both. It's like a thing in my fridge, but also like a tool or an implement. Yeah, I'm I'm obsessed with those. They are these – it's a Lazy Susan kind of thing, but IKEA just – they made it almost like rectangular, and it's ingenious. It means that all my jars can like – come halfway out of my fridge. Yeah, it's hard to describe. You've got to see it. And once you see it, you've got to buy it. <laughs> uh, okay, moving upstairs or downstairs, depending on the layout of your uh, fridge freezer, but what's the best thing in your freezer? Um, well, I, I have COVID at the moment. For your listeners who maybe are wondering why I sound so stuffy, um, I, my friend did drop off a box of Hydrolyte ice blocks yesterday, um, which I'm currently waiting to freeze so that I can just eat them for every meal. Um, but I also just got some, um, mango weiss and macadamia bars, which, you know, it's, they're classic for a reason. Um, but one thing that I've made in my freezer that I use my freezer, like, um, you know, kind of additional storage. There's not a lot of like ready meals or anything in there. It's mostly, either leftovers like or chicken stock and things like that or meals that I've made with the sole purpose to freeze them so that when I'm really busy, I can pull them out. I guess that's not like a rare use of a freezer. Um, but ages ago I made some like uh, Chinese crispy, uh, like scallion slash spring onion pancakes. Um, and I kind of forget that they're in there, but they're kind of sandwiched between baking paper. And within a couple of minutes, I can have one of those and feel really smug again. <laughs> What do you buy in bulk? I kind of, I buy too much stuff in bulk, if I'm honest. I feel like at the start of the pandemic when, you know how the supermarkets would start putting limits on like flour and pasta and things like that. And if you bought more than one, it was like a moral issue if you were buying like tuna or pasta for your family. Um, And I live alone, so I did feel like, you know, I wasn't allowed to have more than my share, but I did get in the habit of buying like one extra thing each time I went shopping. And that habit has kind of not gone away. So I have like, or sometimes I see things that I just don't know if I'll ever, when I will next have like ready access to it, like a box of kind of diamond crystal kosher salt that I got from usafoods.com that, you know, all my favorite internet chefs used to cook with and is not really an Australian supermarket. So I have like two of those in the back of my cupboard. Um, I buy all my oil in big containers and then just decant it into little squeezy bottles next to my stove. And often I will do the same with like spices and things like that. I have like, it's almost like a filing cabinet at the very top of my spice cupboard that I keep all the big bags of spices and then little jars closer to eye level. Is it alphabetized? Like, They're not alpha. Uh, the spices aren't alphabetized there. Um, I need a better storage system, but I have, I have a really narrow cupboard. I'm kind of restricted by space. Um, I have these stacking containers and 
they're organized based on the ones closest that these are high cupboards as well your listeners can't (laughs) see but i'm kind of gesturing upwards so these are like high cupboards at the very top is like the the backlog so i need a step stool to get up there but then they kind of go in order of most used so that the ones that i use the most are closest easiest access so white pepper is like my favorite cooking spice i think i cook a lot of like chinese food yeah i love white pepper too it's the absolute best like about 500 times better than black pepper yeah my tolerance for it has gone up as i've cooked with it more so i feel like if i were to like share my cooking with other people it maybe would be a bit too intense (laughs) i just like the idea of keeping spices in manila envelopes in a filing cabinet now I'm, I'm pick, i've got my brain's gone that way i think i'm going to start doing that i'll show i'll send you a photo of it okay okay um okay so what is your favorite cookbook or recipe site Ooh, i really love the new york times cooking app i use that often and i love the way it integrates to my apple watch as well where if you say that you've started cooking it like takes you through one step at a time on your watch face, which I think is just really smart. Um, it's search function is not great though. I do love Bon Appetit. I know that they've been through their fair share of controversy in recent years, but you know that the recipes are going to be like tested and kind of peer reviewed before they're published. So everything on there pretty much works, which is always great. Um, I love Just One Cookbook. I love Recipe Tin Eats. I love Alison Roman. And I mean, I'm like obsessed with um, Smitten Kitchen, Deb Perelman. She can do no wrong in my eyes. Mm, I haven't been on Smitten Kitchen in ages, but yes, that is such a good one. Yeah. And like, I just got the um, Marcella Hazan kind of like famous Italian cookbook from years ago. And... The Sopranos cookbook, which I'm very excited to cook from, <laughs> but haven't yet, so can't can't vouch for it. Oh my god, an Ina Garten. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what's your favorite way to eat eggs? Ooh, so many ways. I eat so. I realized today I did a, a an online grocery order and realized I bought 18 eggs a few days ago and was like, <laughs> I just better get more eggs just in case. I think my favorite way to eat eggs is like soft boiled on toast like very jammy um i love a hard fry on an egg so that the whites are kind of crispy and crackly around the edges but still gooey on top um on top in the yolk um i love a like egg salady sandwich yeah i really love an egg I I'm, I'm planning to like hard boil a few just to like keep in my fridge, which I think is a habit I should start getting into. Em, have you seen the TikTok thing where like you apparently can like break the membrane of a raw egg before it's boiled and then they just peel so easily? Oh, no, I need I needed to do that with that ostrich egg. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try it. Apparently you just like very gently tap the end of it. And at the point where it like changes the set, kind of like when you're knocking, looking for a stud on the wall, it's like, and then it like changes the like tone of the tap. And that's how you know you've broken the membrane and then you boil them as normal. But when you peel them, the peel just slides off. Allegedly. That's so, that that sounds very satisfying. Yeah. 
That sounds like my kind of TikTok challenge. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is your what's your favorite comfort food? It's an egg dish. <laughs> I made it for dinner last night. Actually, it's something that I saw again on TikTok. Um, a lot of people from Korea talking about as like something they had as like an after school snack or a kind of when you don't know what to cook, that's what you make. It's like you um, kind of brown some butter in a pan, fry a couple of eggs very gently, pour a little bit of soy sauce and sesame oil over it. And then meanwhile, you've got like the rice cooker on and just plain white rice, my favorite food of all time. And you kind of mix these buttery soy saucy the soy sauce and sesame and butter kind of turns into like a almost like a savory caramelly sauce and then you crumble up roasted seaweed sheets on top and it's just delicious and so so warming just sounds like a hug yeah yeah a delicious (laughs) little bowl what is the most underrated ingredient in your opinion i love a broccoli um, I don't know. Do people still judge broccoli for being like farty and gross? <laughs> Maybe specifically broccoli stalk. People yeah. throw the broccoli stalk away and I think it's delicious and will always um, uh, be grateful to an old housemate of mine who taught me to not throw it away and to yeah. chop it up and eat it. I think what I like about broccoli stalks is that they're forgiving in a way that broccoli florets aren't, you know, like if you take a broccoli floret too far, it does get, you know, it gets that kind of sliminess about it. Whereas stalks, it's like, hey, yeah, I'm re- I'm crispy or I'm not crispy. Like, hey, just enjoy me. Yeah, it also like doubles your yield from a from a head of broccoli. It's yes. wild to think that people are throwing them away. Yeah, crazy. Uh, is there anything you've previously been obsessed with but you can't look at or eat anymore there's there's truly so many um i go through really big phases with recipes where i'll discover something it becomes like a go-to to the point where i don't need to follow the recipe anymore and then you know you get to that point of like a hyperfixation where you eat it and you just can't imagine anything being more disgusting <laughs> and so there's this there's this recipe that's truly amazing on New York Times cooking, um, the chef is, um, her first name's Yawande. I can't remember her last name, but it starts with the letter K. And it's like this pan seared tofu. And after searing off the tofu, you kind of use the, you put ginger and garlic in a pan and you add brown sugar, soy sauce, and like a tin of coconut milk. And it becomes this kind of sweet, savory, coconut milky, sauce you throw in cashews and break up the tofu in there and then you serve it over rice with this side salad that's like sugar snap peas fresh mint uh chili flakes and rice vinegar um and that's the like i i know the time you know the order and the timings of making this i made it so many times but the last time i made it I had a, I like hit a wall with it and I was like, not again. I can't do it again. (laughs) But that's after like at least 20 times. (laughs) 20 times is good. That's it. Yeah. 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 I loved it so much. I now hate it. (laughs) (laughs) We've talked a lot about what you cook, but what about like snacking? And I'm keen to know what's your favorite biscuit? Ooh, I'm not much of a snacky biscuit person. 
Um, I usually go for like a lolly or a like a nutty chocolate. Um, right now, I literally on my kitchen bench, I have what do they say in kitchens? Like meased out all the like ingredients and measurements for a batch of cookies though. And it's like a, it's a Bon Appetit recipe. And I think it's like their best choc chip cookie. And one of the ingredients is like a toffee kind of mix in. And that's always something that made me avoid this recipe before because whoever has like score bars or like kind of really intense caramelly toffee chocolate bars. Um, but I actually got some the last supermarket trip I did before I got COVID. <laughs> and so I'm making these cookies tonight. Awesome. They sound good. In general, though, I love a Tim Tam. I love a double coat. I don't like all the flavoured Tim Tams. I just like the classic ones. Tortinas, when they're on special at the supermarket. A friend taught me to throw them in the freezer and they get really crispy. Mm. Um, and I love the Alison Roman kind of chocolate chunk shortbread cookies as well. So when I said I'm not a big cookie person, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you, you, I, I'm guessing you'll have an answer for this one then. What's your favourite chocolate? It's discontinued, oh. but Cadbury used to make one that had like um, kettle sea salt chips crushed up in it. And I called it Chippy Chucky. And they also had one that had like CC's corn chips in it, which I thought was a step too far. But they discontinued the sea salt chips chocolate. So now I buy plain chocolate and plain chips and make my own. What is your favorite quick snack? I have kind of pre-prepared these snacks. I don't know the real name, the proper name for them, but they're like... Um, medjool dates stuffed with peanut butter coated in um, melted chocolate and I saw someone making them on the internet and people in the comments said that um, they're often eaten to break fast during Ramadan Um, so I assume there's like a proper name for them but I have just seen people making them for years and now have like a huge Ziploc bag of them (laughs) in my freezer drawer Um, and they're really yummy, but I can only eat like one at a time because they're so rich. So they're probably a good snack because they like limit how greedy I can be. Um, okay. Last question. Uh, and I feel like you may have answered it based on what is laid out on your bench, but what is the next thing you'll probably eat? I have, a um, a bag of like chemist jelly beans sitting right behind my computer, um, that I've been going to town on today. <laughs> um, and so probably that, but yeah, then after that, the, the cookies are going to get a real, a real shot tonight while I watch Vanderpump Rules. What is it about chemist jelly beans that are just like so much better than any other jelly bean? I think they've changed. They've definitely, that they've at least changed the packaging, which I'm quite stressed about. Um, <laughs> they're not that dark, neat. they're kind of cartoony now, which I don't need. No. Keep keep them utilitarian and chemisty and yeah. that that way they feel like medicine. Yeah, it's medicine. <laughs> Brody, thank you so much for joining us on Ingredipedia Bites as you've been under the weather and also we're we're keeping you from your baking duties. Um so we we really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. That was so fun. I realize now that I could talk about this for a long time. <laughs> no, it's super interesting and I've got so many good ideas now. I'm going to make those those date things ASAP. Oh yeah, they're great. 
Thanks for listening. Just quickly, if you have an idea for someone we should interrogate about their eating habits, let us know by sending us a message on Instagram. We're at Ingridopedia or on our website, ingredipedia.com.au. See you later.